You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. And let's go out to our premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. We've been seeing a ton of pre-spring training content dropping at ESPN.com. Today it was the uh, top 100 prospects list at the uh, lineup rankings a couple of days ago. And it is always a pleasure to welcome back one of our favorites, ESPN Baseball Insider, Jesse Rogers, joining us again on 97.3 The Fan with Ben and Woods. Jesse, good morning. Good morning to you guys. Good to be with you. Good to have you on. Uh, we were just having an interesting discussion, and I'm sure you probably thought about this as well, but there's been plenty of NL teams that have had good off-seasons. The Cubs, they're in Chicago, one of them making some moves. The Giants have made some moves. But we look at those top teams, the Dodgers, Padres, Mets, Phillies, Braves, probably the Cardinals, maybe the Brewers. It's very hard for another team to break break into that bunch, right, to, to replace a playoff team from 2022 and 2023? No, I, I, I absolutely think that's a great point. It's something I've talked about maybe with you guys, but on other shows as well, that we are in an era of kind of elite teams, the haves and the have-nots. You can even call them super elite. You mentioned several of them there, probably all three NL East teams, the Dodgers, the Padres, the Yankees. you got to put the Astros in that group. That's the super elite. And then there's the other five playoff teams that were really good. And you're right, it may be difficult to, to replace them. Now, having said that, it, it, it's, it's February, things happen, right? The AL Central could be up for grabs, even though Cleveland was the youngest team and won the division. But Minnesota looks good on paper. Chicago's bound to have a, a, a bounce back a little bit. Maybe the, the, the Blue Jays move backwards and the Boston Red Sox take a, a leap. Who knows? Like, but I agree with you. We are in an era of it's less sort of unpredictability than normal usually there's a lot of unpredictability but i kind of think we know at least seven playoff teams including you guys and maybe more like 10 and it's kind of a weird weird thing to think about in baseball because there's so much uncertainty and maybe the rule changes will impact teams you know more than we think and all that jazz but I, I'm, I'm kind of with you guys you might be able to pencil in the same 12 playoff teams um <laughs> even though you know, someone usually you know has that that underachieving year you don't expect. Always, there's always turnover. Always, yeah, it, it, yeah. It's, it's crazy to but, think. It's hard to argue for other teams though, right now. You know, I likened it to my uh, who doesn't know much, if anything, about college basketball. I you should see my brackets every year. I'm like, oh, how did I end right. up with all four one seeds in the finals? That's weird. Uh, that's that's how I feel. It feels like it's going to be a lot of chalky picks for me. Um, I do. Let's talk about some of those. Those C plus B minus teams, you know the let let let's talk about like the Texas Rangers. They they've made a bunch yeah. of moves. We don't know who's going to be healthy, obviously. But if health is not a factor, it always is. But if it's not, I could see a team like that having a good season. But they're still not winning that division. Like they have to know going in, we're playing for second place, which is uh, we've always been familiar with that here in San Diego, and we were last year. Um, you can go slay that dragon as we did, but it, some of those middling teams that you look at and go, you know what, sneakily, I like these guys. Yeah, there's probably a few of them, so we shouldn't count them out. I think the Rangers are a good example of, of one. I think in Chicago here where I'm based, you can, you can make a case for the Cubs or Sox being 
one of those teams. One's kind of building. One needs to rebound from a bad year. Um, the, the Arizona Diamondbacks are, are a good example of that. Got a team in your division. You know, they, they sort of had a little cachet late in the year. Uh, but it, it, it's almost like you said about the Rangers. Are the Diamondbacks really going to beat out the Padres or Dodgers? No. Are the Rangers really going to beat out um, the Astros or even the Mariners? Probably not. Um, and we don't even know if DeGrom's going to be healthy. I mean, uh, and all that jazz, right? So, yeah, those are a few of the teams that, I mean, the Cubs are a good example. You want to go best-case scenarios. You want to go half-glass full. Bellinger yeah. returns to form. They find, you know, Hosmer finds the fountain of youth. Trey <laughs> Mancini returns. Like, there's a lot of ifs, but you can make the case. And, 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 and again, glass being half-full, um, okay, the Cubs are a wild-card team, but they're not going to overtake St. Louis. Texas, okay, maybe wild-card team. They're not going to overtake Houston. You know, maybe Seattle's a team that somehow takes a step back. I don't think they will, but it's possible. So, yeah, we can always make cases. It is baseball. It is a long season. There are new rule changes. There's injuries. But if you're thinking sort of just on paper here, boy, I, I do like those 12 teams that made the playoffs last year, Jesse, even though there's some other teams that, that have possibilities. Jesse, speaking of rule changes, have you seen the, uh, you seen the new bases? Up close. I actually have I have not seen them up close. Uh, the, the league is doing a demo uh, in a week in Arizona. I'm going to be at. I've not seen them up close. Uh, we just saw them at Padres Fantasy Camp. I'm telling you now, you're like it's not going to be that big a deal. Wait until you see them. Cartoonishly wait, large. Wait until you're standing <laughs> over them. You're like, what? What am I looking at here? They're they are cartoonishly large, and you will. If you're in the you know section 300 looking down, probably not going to look a lot different. If you're standing right up next to it, prepare to have your mind blown a little bit by the size of these bags. Yeah, I believe it. I believe it. I mean, I, I'm writing about this next week and not mentioning the size of the bags necessarily. But the best thing to happen to baseball with this rule changes is 30-plus spring training games. Like, they need to get used to these rule changes. That, yeah. uh, they're pretty big when you think of the size of the base. That changes the baseline, the, you know, the length of feet between the bases. That, that, that's, that hasn't happened in 100 years. You're talking about a pitch clock. has never happened. But 30-plus spring training games is where everyone's going to get used to this. Now, the casual fan that waits to the regular season is not going to necessarily get used to it. But the rest of us that follow, the, uh, follow it will, uh, at least the, the league is hoping. And one thing I know the league is doing is they are not um, having any sort of a grace period. They've instructed their umpires from day one of spring training Rip that Band-Aid off and force the letter of the law because the quicker and harsher you enforce it, the more players are going to jump. Talking to it's ESPN. Be, oh, sorry, yeah, Jesse, we just lost you for a second. Goofy. Oh, sorry. It's not going to be too goofy when, when we come to April because they're going to have all these spring training games to get ready with. So we'll, we'll see how it all plays out. Talking to ESPN's Jesse Rogers here on Ben and Woods. And uh, I'm going to ask you to try this exercise because we were just doing it, uh, talking about those elite teams, especially in the National League. We kind of have the top five as, you know, Mets, Braves, Phillies, Padres, Dodgers. But what order, if you had to put those teams in order, one through five, how would you slot them right now, Jesse? Yeah, um, I might put the Phillies at number one. Okay. Wow. Maybe I'm, 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 I'm thinking too much of them in their run last year, but adding Trey Turner is just going to make them more dynamic. Now, they don't have Bryce Harper for a while, so there's a caveat there, but their pitching staff is deep. I might put them number one. I don't love the Padres starting staff depth, but I'm, you know, I'm getting very specific there. Like five, six, seven. I'm not sure I love it. And I feel like to say they're, 
they're ahead of the Dodgers would be going on a limb, but I'm 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 not unwilling to do it. So I'm sort of talking through it with you right yeah, now. Yeah, no, it's a t- it's an impossible yeah. task. It's so yeah. hard. There's no I, right or wrong I, answer here. It's just a yeah, fun right. exercise. I might put the Phillies, you know, I could put the Phillies one. I might put the Padres two just to be just, you know, I'm on with you guys with the hell. <laughs> I, I, I'd probably put the Mets three, the Dodgers four, and, and the Braves. Is that the five you mentioned in the National League? Yep. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't love the starting staff depth on, on Atlanta. I don't love the starting step on, on San Diego, but your lineup should be so awesome, especially when Fernando comes back. You know, I mean, Manny could be playing for a contract. Soto kind of is playing for a rebound year contract. You know, I know he's two years away, but, like, there's a lot to like about that offense that you didn't like last year, and it just feels like I know you guys cut off season tickets. It just feels like it's going to be a party there. And if you're ever going to overtake the Dodgers, it seems like this is the year yep. before they get Otani, right? So, there, there it is, Phillies, Padres, um, Mets, Dodgers, Braves. Oh, you didn't hear? We're actually getting Otani as well here in San Diego. Yeah, in the, in the, oh, maybe yeah. at the deadline. And the Mariners are getting it. The Mariners are getting him. Every West Coast team that doesn't have him right now is getting him. <laughs> so we talked to you. I, I think we did. We're talking to Jesse Rogers from ESPN. I think we talked to you when the uh, White Sox went out and signed Mike Clevenger. And obviously Mike Clevenger yeah. has, has been in the news and not for – not for good reasons, and uh, yeah. it was it was it was kind of a tough read for our show. We knew him, we interviewed him a ton, had some uh, good relationship with him. Um, just a horrible, horrible uh, allegations against him. The White Sox, from a baseball perspective, were really counting on him to be kind of their their four, their five. Uh, I we kind of when it happened, we thought it was hey, that's actually going to be a decent fit. Uh, but now I, I've not heard anything. Honestly, I've not seen any update. I know it's an op- open investigation. What's the uh, what's the hubbub around the Windy City about it? Yeah, I mean, there's I don't know if the word's fortune in that we're still in the off season. But once we get to camp, I think some decisions have to be made. Um, I, I can't tell you when the league's going to wrap up their investigation. That nobody knows. It, you know, you saw with Bauer, it could go on for a long time. Other other guys, it's been quicker. But the question is, do they put him on administrative leave? Uh, administrative leave comes into play during the season when a team or the league feels like there's just too big of a distraction going on or something is Im- imminent, like there's an imminent threat or something. Like it, it, It's different for every case. Now, my, my point is you don't have to do anything now because we're not in camp. The media isn't yeah. in his face every day. But come February 15th, some parties need to make some decisions. And I don't know if, if really the White Sox can do anything other than if they want to release them. But they could c- confer with the league and, and, and put them on administrative leave. But we know that can't go on forever either. So I don't think they're going to hear much, unless the investigation wraps up, between now and February 15th. But that's two weeks away. At that point, I think you're, going to, you're definitely going to have to hear something from Clevenger's side, um, whether it's professing his innocence, which I, I know that he is, he may have to do that more publicly. I know he's done it a little bit publicly. Uh, the league might have to make a decision in terms of administrative leave. Maybe that, that doesn't have to happen until the regular season. It's just a, a point where the parties involved feel like it's too big of a distraction to have him on a team, yeah. and he's, he's going to be in a big market, so maybe that comes April 1st. So it's hard to know where these things go. They, they keep these things quiet, right? None of us knew this was, was happening until it leaked through the Instagram account. Um and they are just allegations right now. He is professing his innocence. So, yeah, I think we're not going to hear anything for two weeks. Um, and then it's at that point, as, as pitchers and catchers report, there's going to have to be something done or said 
and administrative leave is certainly an option, though I don't know if it's going to be the first option, you know, day one of spring training. Jesse, you mentioned uh, Trevor Bauer, obviously much further down the line on that case, but we did get some comments yesterday from Dodgers CEO Stan Kasten, very carefully worded comments uh, about the Dodgers' mindset and how they were, quote, unanimous in their choice to release Trevor Bauer, but he really didn't he didn't say a lot else about it. What do you kind of read into that situation and, and you know, Trevor Bauer's potential future if there is one in Major League Baseball? Well, I think there is a future. Um, it may not be much of one, but I think he'll probably get a chance somewhere along the line. I mean, maybe he has to prove he can pitch still. Um, there's always, when we say never, there's always that one team, right? All it takes yep. is one. Uh, people behind the scenes that I talk to are like, well, probably got to be a contender that's willing to put up with the distraction but needs him you know and i'm just saying this because people have said it to me like think of the houston astros they seem like a team that would would take him on right they're already the bad boys not saying it's going to happen but it just feels like at some point if he if he can pitch someone's going to give him that chance i thought he might kind of go under the radar and pick a team that no one talks about i don't know the royals or the marlins you know someone under the radar the twins but then people were, yeah someone were saying to me but you know what? Why would you want that distraction if you're not winning anyway? What's the right. point? So I get that. You know, a team like Houston maybe or someone. So I, I do think there'll be a chance. I don't know when. I don't know how. I could be wrong about that because many people I talk to say no as well. Um, it just has to be the right team in the right moment that's willing to put up with the with the, the drama of it. Um, I don't make much of the words. That the, you know, I think the Dodgers just want to wash their hands of it yep. and not go down any rabbit hole publicly. Right, they're choosing the words carefully. They just don't want to deal with it and deal with him going public and you know there's some fight. So I, I just think they just want to put put themselves as him put him him in the in the in the rearview mirror as much as they can, and that's why you see the words chosen that 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 carefully. But if I had to say, will he get another shot or not? I'd say yes, but I'd say yes, like you know, fifty one forty nine, yes. Jesse Rogers, ESPN. I can't believe we are so close. Uh, to spring training, obviously here in San Diego, Jesse, we are so looking forward to this season, but uh, it should be a good one uh, no matter what happens, and I uh, really appreciate you spending a few minutes with us. As always, uh, have a good last couple of weeks, and then uh, we're really into it. Yeah, maybe I'll talk to you from spring training anytime. We, we, yeah, got we, it, buddy. Thank maybe you. we'll see you out there. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, Jesse Rogers with us on our Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall Chevrolet by New Roads. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.